Welcome to Kelly Dry's AdLow Access Podcast. This is Simone Roach. And over the next few weeks, we will be providing the best of our AdLow Access blog and we'll be presenting to you the top 10 posts of 2021. And at number 10, privacy litigation trend, the latest on session replay lawsuits and practical considerations for risk mitigation. Over the last few months, a wave of consumers have filed putative class action complaints against a long list of consumer-facing website owners and operators and their software providers, alleging that invasion of privacy rights under statutes focused on wiretapping and eavesdropping. And our team has represented both website and software defendants in these cases. However, this post is not intended to reflect on any specific claim, website, or software. Rather, our goal is to provide an introduction to the general nature of the consumer claims and current landscape of these litigations. This post summarizes the following. The session replay technology at issue in these claims, arguments presented by the complaints, an overview of common defenses, and where things stand. And with that context, we then provide our list of practical considerations for the use of session replay software. And what is session replay software? A significant branch of the software as a service industry has arisen to support website owners and operators in effectively maintaining and leveraging their consumer-facing websites. These software products are generally scripts placed in the JavaScript of a given website to capture specific information related to a consumer's interactions with a given page. The software can capture consumers' keystrokes and mouse movements to provide information on everything from broken links or error messages to support IT teams, create heat maps showing website usage, and or capture consumer information for validating consent to be contacted or agreement to receive products and services. And despite how these products are often described, the software does not actually record the consumer session in the way that a security camera in a brick and mortar store would capture consumers' movements. Rather, it captures the consumer's interactions with the website at regular intervals and allow those movements and data points to be laid over an existing image of the website so that owners, operators can review a recreation or dramatization of an individual consumer's experience. And what are the allegations? Well, generally, plaintiffs in these cases have alleged that session replay software are improper wiretapping and eavesdropping devices that are recording consumer communications without required consent. And these cases have arisen where state law requires both parties to a communication to consent to any recording. And thus California and Florida have become hotbeds for these claims. Both the California Information Privacy Act and Florida Security of Communications Act were designed to prevent improper interception of telephone calls. And these statutes were crafted before the advent of the internet and focused on improper tapping into telephone lines to listen into or record conversations. And so over time, the statutes have been interpreted to protect certain other forms of communication, including interception of emails or text messages in transmission. And the courts have essentially analogized those communications to the written transcript of the telephone conversation intended to be protected by the statutes. But these new claims seek to expand the statutes further to restrict the capture of information using session replay software. The statutes are appealing targets for plaintiffs because they include statutory damages that on a class-wide basis could escalate quickly. In California, 
Plaintiffs have also relied upon the state's constitution, which protects citizens' right to privacy. And what are the defenses? There are many arguments that defendants have raised and each situation is unique. However, several trends have started to emerge as more motions to dismiss have been filed. Consent is a complete defense to any of these claims. And that can be in the form of browse wrap acceptance of a website's privacy policy that disclosed the use of such software. Or it could be affirmative consent to that policy and or the site's term of use at the time of account creation, purchase, or other information submission. The first court to weigh in on a motion to dismiss of claims based on session replay allegations leaned heavily on the consumer's affirmative consent in dismissing the claims. Defendants have also successfully challenged whether the information captured by session replay software is actually recording the contents of a communication. For example, information concerning consumer's IP address, device model, and operating system are not themselves the content of communications. Similarly, mouse movements and key logging software have in other contexts been found to not capture the content of a communication. And so in order to bring a valid statutory or constitutional claim, consumers must also show that the communication at issue is confidential. Plaintiff's claims are vulnerable both because any information input to the website is directed at and intended for the website's owner operator and therefore how could the contents be considered confidential from those owners' operators? Additionally, multiple courts have found that there's no per se reasonable expectation of privacy for communications over the internet. One court has also confirmed in multiple similarly pled cases that any distinction between the website owner operator and their software provider is irrelevant. Therefore, that fact pattern cannot give rise to a claim of third party eavesdropping. On a more technical level, defendants have also challenged whether the software issue is actually intercepting any information while it is in transmission between two parties as required by the statutes. And to meet the elements of these particular statutes, the data cannot simply be captured from the consumer's browser or hard drive, but must be recorded while in transit. And evidence supports finding that it is not how these software products operate. And finally, as a procedural matter, where a consumer affirmatively accepts terms of use or creates an account, the defendant may have a valid claim to compel arbitration. And so where do things stand? As with any new developing area of the law, there are lingering unknowns. And thus far, courts have shown skepticism of plaintiff's claims and rejected several of the complaints at the pleading stage. And some cases have been resolved and others abandoned following the filing of motions to dismiss or to compel arbitration. And we expect that the interested parties will continue to jockey for position and litigate these issues over the next several years to flesh out a more complete body of law. And in our blog post, you will find a list of questions which will help you with the practical considerations for using session replay technology. The list we have provided is not comprehensive for each business and software is unique. If you have questions about your specific circumstance, please reach out to either Paul Rosenthal, Laurie Mazzucchetti, or Elisa Hutnick, and they would be happy to discuss these issues further. And you can find their contact details in the show notes. Also, please see our Advertising and Privacy Law Resource Center available at kellydry.com.